Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. It's the KRMG Afternoon News with Skylar Cooper. And, you know, there's a lot of talk lately about maybe some coastal states and population shifting and how those coastal states are losing people to places like, I mean, if you're watching national reporting, you see Florida mentioned a lot. But I always see that and I think, well, what about Oklahoma? We're, we're kind of a lot like Florida. People are probably coming here, right? So it turns out that is kind of the case. And Oklahoma Lieutenant Governor Matt Pinnell is joining us this afternoon for more on that. And it turns out, sir, that there's there's actually some data behind this. We're gaining people here, aren't we? Yeah, we absolutely are. I mean, uh, uh, Oklahoma's net migration, and so that's people uh, entering versus people leaving the state of Oklahoma. We netted over 31,000 people uh, between uh, July 1st of 2022 to July 1st, 2023. That ranks us ninth in the country, top 10 when it comes to net migration into a state. So, you know, this this migration to the middle of the country, it's real. Uh, it is real right now. Uh, and and I've, I've talked about that around the state of Oklahoma, that uh, we've got to take advantage of the climate that we have in this country today, of people looking at the middle of the country. Uh, and there's a lot, a lot of states in the middle of the country that are competing uh, for those folks. But uh, right now, Oklahoma is doing a very good job, top 10 in the country, when it comes to uh, people moving to the state of Oklahoma. Do we know specifically why? Is it our tax structure or businesses, the schools, any one thing? Well, I mean, I'd say it's all the above. I mean, the, the conversations that we have with companies or people that have moved to this, uh, the state of Oklahoma, uh, certainly quality of life, and, and that includes the cost of living uh, that, that uh, takes into effect, you know, uh, that uh, we're safe communities. You know, we, we certainly uh, invest in police and fire in our, in our, across the state of Oklahoma. Uh, safe communities or growing communities, uh, we, we see that uh, across Oklahoma. And, and I would say public education as well. Uh, you know, anywhere that I go uh, around the country or companies that I'm talking to, uh, I can talk to them about good public schools that we do have inside the state of Oklahoma. I know there's a lot of talk. Uh, about uh, making sure that there's accountability at Tulsa Public Schools, Oklahoma City Public School Systems. Uh, and certainly we want that. And we want to invest in teachers and, and invest in uh, making sure the dollars are getting into the classroom. Uh, but, but we should be bragging about the great teachers and the great schools that we have. We have the National Teacher of the Year uh, right now in Oklahoma, uh, right there at Union Public Schools, uh, for goodness sake. So we should be bragging uh, about a lot of the good things that we do have in Oklahoma and why people are choosing Oklahoma over other states. You mentioned the cost of living here. It's something that somebody like me, I, I understand that, but I don't have firsthand experience because I've never lived outside of Oklahoma, but I know so many people who have left and maybe they spend a couple of years away, but they almost always come back. And I, I think maybe they get to another place. It's more expensive to get the same things, like the same size house or whatever it may be, and they, they come home. Yeah, they really do. We, and we have a campaign right now just focused on young families in the Dallas Metroplex area. Uh, because young families in the Dallas Metroplex, they're driving a couple hours to and from work uh, because they can't f afford a home that, that close into the, uh, the center of the city. 
you know, having a backyard is, is kind of a foreign concept uh, to a lot of young families in that Dallas Metroplex area and wasting hours and hours in the car to and from work every day. So we have a campaign uh, focused on young families uh, in the area because of it. Uh, we have billboards uh, up in the Dallas area that said if you lived in Oklahoma, you'd be home by now uh, because it's true. Uh, we should be talking about uh, the quality of life that, that we have here in Oklahoma. We have uh, just as good uh, of restaurants and, and uh, event venues, uh, professional sports teams as well. Uh, and you combine that with the affordability that you can buy a home, you can have a backyard, uh, and, you, and you have the, the short commute times that we have. We absolutely should be talking to young families around the country uh, about uh, living the flyover life, as, uh, as we've kind of dubbed it here in Oklahoma. Oklahoma Lieutenant Governor Matt Pinnell is on with us this afternoon. And one of the things I saw you highlighting is one of my favorite things about living in Oklahoma, and that's the close proximity to one of my dear favorite places. That's Little Sahara State Park out in Winoka. And I didn't know about this, but there's a new attraction out that way. I guess it kind of looks like a sand drag strip and you go do some racing on the sand. Well, it's right. I mean, again, if you, if you haven't been out to Little Sahara, uh, you, may, you wouldn't realize we have a Little Sahara desert in Oklahoma. Uh, Oklahoma has 12 different ecosystems. We're one of the only a couple states in the country that are that eco-diverse. Uh, we have uh, obviously amazing, beautiful forests, and we have deserts. Uh, and Little Sahara is getting a new resort uh, right around, uh, again, the, our, our state park that is out there. So just further opportunities for those that love uh, uh, that kind of uh, off-roading uh, adventures, uh, whether you're going out there by yourself or you're going out there with a the family, uh, Little Sahara State Park and, and that area uh, of the state is really growing and is really attracting a lot of private investment. While we have you this afternoon and we just kind of look ahead to the rest of 2024, is there anything on the horizon that excites you about Oklahoma this year? Yeah, you know, a lot of industries that are looking at Oklahoma uh, today, I, I can tell you aerospace and aviation uh, continue to be very exciting. Uh, you know, Oklahoma offers more aviation curriculum in our high schools than any other state in the country, uh, which is something that, again, we should be bragging about. Uh, the, the amount of pilots that we need around the country, around the world, uh, we're training those, uh, those pilots right here uh, in Oklahoma now. Uh, and drone technology to space exploration and everything in between, uh, we have a lot of that in Oklahoma right now. And a lot of the deal flow, a lot of the companies that are looking at Oklahoma today are aviation uh, and, and aerospace companies, defense industry work as well. Uh, those are high-paying jobs. Those are jobs for a lot of the kids that are graduating uh, from our career tech or, or higher education facilities that we have in Oklahoma, they're going to get be able to get uh, six-figure jobs uh, at a lot of businesses over the next decade in Oklahoma in the aviation and aerospace space. Along those lines, I know a lot of people were bummed to see that Panasonic opted out of Oklahoma again. Is there something in that deal that you saw that maybe Oklahoma could strive toward, something that might need to sweeten the deal a little bit for companies like them? Yeah, you know, the key with, with Panasonic, we, we weren't, no, they didn't pick another state over us for that second location. They just have uh, have not decided on when they're going to build a second location. So certainly uh, Panasonic or any other company could be reaching out to us on, on future expansion efforts. Uh, some of its infrastructure, we have to make sure that we have mega sites uh, around the state of Oklahoma. When, when you're dealing with Fortune uh, 100 companies, company, you know, billion dollar kind of deals, 
they need a lot of land and they need it prepped and they need it ready. Uh, and, and so a lot of states are competing, you know, for just a couple deals every year that are those mega projects. And, and that's why Mid-America in prior is so appealing is because it is affordable. It's got great energy, GRDA, uh, and it's pad ready. And, and so that is one of the things over the next decade truly that Oklahoma needs to be working on is infrastructure, infrastructure at our industrial parks, uh, making sure that when a company comes calling, uh, that it is prepped and it's a ready site uh, so that we can deliver on those deals. Oklahoma Lieutenant Governor Matt Pinnell with us this afternoon. It's good to talk to you as always. Thanks for joining us today. Absolutely. Thanks for having me.